conversations around wellness and weight loss can be complicated. There's the Instagram filter we all see on IG and social media, and then IRL. And between $20 smoothies and daily ice baths, everyone is doing the most to hack the health system. But there's a better way. Row. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. And you can sign up from the comfort of your own home. No scheduling a doctor's appointment, commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Of course, medication must be paired with diet and exercise modifications in order to achieve any stated results. Medication cost is not included in the program. Patients must pay for medication separately. With Roe, average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to roe.co slash andysgirls. You can sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash andysgirls. Sign up today. episode 60 and what a crazy amazing episode we have in store for you um, none other than Real Housewife of New York Kristen Takeman was kikiing in my apartment for this very special 60th anniversary is it an anniversary yeah it is it's Mariah Carey style um what do you get for your 60th can someone look that up I hope it's not paper I hope it's like literally Ramona Singer's new skincare line, Ageless, which she said last night on Watch What Happens Live. She's been using for six months, you guys. So that's why she's been looking so great for years because of some cream that she put on Andy Cohen's hand without his permission two seconds into the start of the show. Um, But anyway, happy Thursday. It's a bright and cheerful and sunny Thursday morning here in um, New York City. Um, So shout out to Kristen Takeman for coming at like she came a couple days ago to record, and it was bl- it was like hot as balls. I, of course, as the doyen of my Yorkville apartment, do not have central AC, including most especially in the living room where we recorded. So poor Kristen and I were like, maybe less poor me, but actually literally poor me, were schwitzing. Um, but for you guys, only for you, only and forever, for you. So stay tuned for that um, sassy little interview and just a hop and a skip. P.S. Super exciting news. First off, apropos of nothing, 
I've heard from several of you, so many of you, that you died for Richard J. Alexander last week. Um, so do I. He called me at 8.30 in the morning this morning. And instead of saying hello, he was like, Dorinda is a drunk. So die for Richard J. Alexander. He'll be back. Um, he's just going to like move into my apartment. It's going to be great. It's just like Barbara Streisand's like mall underneath her um, mansion in wherever the fuck she lives. I think Malibu. Um, so die for you. He'll be back um, in the next couple weeks. Um, we have some exciting guests in the next couple weeks too, which I'm really excited about. But spoiler alert, except it's not a spoiler if you follow me on social media. Super exciting news for, for um, Andy's girls, my fellow um, OGs of the AG. Um, I now am launching or have launched as of yesterday, a weekly Andy's girls after show on this amazing new app called TV party. It's all about like TV fanatics. Obviously it was like made for, um, all of us. Um, so all you have to do is go to the app store. Is the app store only for iPhone users? I don't understand technology. Obviously, you know, this hashtag new audio, um, go to the app store, download the TV party app. And you're in it to win it. It's your, I'm going to be like right on that home screen, love and life. Um, the first episode, it's a weekly after show. So it's supplementing and it's like a fun, it's like the fun cousin of the Andy Scrolls podcast. So listen to the podcast. And then when you're done listening, you go straight over to TV party and you get to see video by the way. So I'll be in my apartment. We'll be with like other, um, guests in their places, a lot of Bravo celebrities coming up in the next couple months. So you can totally listen to the podcast and then go and see video because I know that you all want to see my shiny, beautiful face. And it is, it can get a little shiny. It's, you know, it's warmer weather. Um, But I'm so excited about that. And so the first episode, which is an after show with Kristen Takeman is on TV Party Now. So when you're done listening to this interview with um, the beloved Kristen Takeman, um, hashtag um, last night's look, hashtag um, pop of color, hashtag was it glass, was it plastic that Ramona threw at your face. Um, you're going to head on over to TV Party and check out this new video show. And then you're going to tweet me at Sarah Galley and you're going to send me an Instagram DM or like post or whatever at Dame Galley and let me know what your thoughts are, hashtag Andy's girls. Let me know what you thought. We go really, really deep on the after show with. Um, you know, the, the obviously plastic or glass gate. We go really deep on um, Bethany V. Carroll. There's a lot of like shit going on that we talk about. So let me know your thoughts, not only on this in, um, interview in just a couple minutes, but also um, your thoughts on the after show. So shout out to TV Party. I'm super excited about that. So I hope you guys are too. Um, so just some dumb housewife news. Obviously, if I say dumb, you think New Jersey. Mazel to Danielle Staub for getting married. Nothing. I have nothing. Um, She leaked, aka posted, whatever, um, photos of her wedding party. So first off, shout out to um, the light of my life in New Jersey, uh, Dolores, for knowing enough to either not attend the wedding or, thank God, not be at her bridal party. Because her matron or maid, I don't know how that works with, like, age, I guess after, like, 15 or 20 or matron, whatever. Welcome to life. Um, her matron or whatever the fuck of honor was Trey K. And her bridesmaids were fucking... Um, her two other cast members, Margaret Josephs and uh, Melissa Gorga. 
like what? She's just so desperate to be back on the show full time. And I know that that is what is going to happen. She is going to be back on the show full time. And this is, this is just the first of many punishments I will have to endure. Like, not great. I'm not into it. It felt really desperate. Her daughters walked her down the aisle. I think that's fine. But the bigger role is to have somebody standing beside you at the altar. Now, I am like single, ready to mingle. But isn't that a bigger responsibility and role to be in your bridal party why are her daughters not her maids of honor like none of this makes sense to me I think it's super gross and disgusting um speaking of shout out to Kim D for being on botched which I guess is a big deal I don't know I've never seen that love the doctors obviously because background in real housewifery which is a new phrase I'm starting fun new words um but Sigalit, rest in peace, Flickr, posted on Instagram last night a photo of Kim Dion Posh, and it says, so, fra- so proud of my friend at Kim D. Posh. Ratings always go up when you're on the TV screen, so I'm not surprised that you're on the season premiere of Hashtag Bosh. And it's a two-hour episode. P.S., how, how is it a two-hour? It's like something is botched. Is the first hour talking about how botched it is, and the second hour is like fixing the botch? I don't understand. Um, wishing you much success and hope you're having a great time at your party. What? Do you have a party to celebrate that you had a bad boob job? Can't wait to come to your new spa. What? Prism Med Spa. Hashtag botched. Hashtag posh. Hashtag posh by Kim D. Hashtag posh Prism Med Spa. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then people started Instagramming, Siggy being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like responding to each one. And I don't know. She's talking about editing and people being close to producers. And I don't know what that has to do with Kim D's boobs, but I wish her boobs the best, I guess, is like the moral of the story. I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Sigali, where did you go? Come back. Um... Speaking of Instagram posts that make me uncomfortable, Erica Jane, so Erica Jane this whole season, mess, total mess. I miss Erica Girardi is the problem. We now have Erica Jane fully full-time, and I blame Mikey 100% for that. But Erica Jane, the day of the Real Housewife of Beverly Hills Part 3 reunion, which was Tuesday, Erica Jane posted a fabulous glamour shot of herself on Insta and it says Erica and Erica's in caps lock Erica has left the building and she disabled all the comments so that could be a couple different things has she left the show a and left Bravo entirely b has she left this show she's getting a spinoff which like how's that gonna work you can't get a spinoff if you refuse to show your um husband on camera and like other people like that's it can't just be like erica and the gays like wednesdays at 10 like there needs to be something else there like i get a lot of her with the glam squad but i uh, glam squad but i almost get too much at this point so how can that be a total spinoff unless it's like erica on tour but I don't know. Oddly enough, that makes me feel very similar to like relationship, which I thought was a total failure. So I don't know how that how that's going to work. So either A, she left the show. B, she left the show and has spent off. Or C, she's like totes in full on contract negosh and doesn't want to reveal if she is coming back. Or D, there are rumors that maybe her alter ego, a la like Lady Gaga, like she's closing the door and Erica Jane is going to morph into something else. But I feel like she's been Erica Jane for so long, including however many years preceding the Housewives, that that doesn't entirely make sense. 
but I don't really know, but I'm super uncomfortable because when I think about Erica Jane and when I talk about her with people, there are rabid Erica Jane fans, more so than like rabid tree fans, because I think like, I don't know, that fertilizer like smells a little bit better with Erica Jane than with Teresa Judice, Judice, Judice. Um, but it's, you know, you remember OG Erica Jane slash Erica Girardi when she came on the show and she was so funny and she was so interesting and she had a sense of humor. And I feel like we've lost that. And, you know, she might have had a migraine on the reunion, but she didn't have a migraine during the full production season. So, like, what is happening there? And is it because by the time the reunion went on, she was just totally over it? Had she morphed into Erica Jane full time? I don't understand. It makes me super sad. But to be honest, the whole season of Beverly Hills made me sad. And also, like, when we saw the trailer, it was like, oh, maybe, you know, like, before the season premiered, like, maybe this will be something. And then in the first couple episodes, like, 80% of the trailer was revealed. And it was like, well, what are we going to do with, like, the remaining 18 episodes? And this is what's happened. Like, nothing. Like, we're talking about Dorit's head being chopped off a magazine cover. P.S. Has anyone ever read Beverly Hills Lifestyle? Like, I I actually now want to read Beverly Hills Lifestyle. I'm 100% dead serious. Um, It's better than that terrible, whatever the fuck the name of the magazine was with, um, Jesus freak on OC. Like I would read, but I would look at the pictures. I mean, when I say reading, I mean like looking at Dorit's chopped off head. Like I would be a hundred percent into that. Like sign me up. Um, but why wouldn't LVP take ownership for just chopping off her head? Cause it was, cause she was pissed. Cause why can't you just be like, you didn't like the photos. Why am I going to post photos that you didn't like? Like, what's the problem there? I don't understand it. And why are we talking about it at just forever? Like, it doesn't for eternity to eternity beyond like it just doesn't make any sense to me like that doesn't that's not enough of a plot who did they were they forced to do three episodes of the reunion did someone hold a plastic gun to the editor's head in their like editing suite and was like if you do not stretch this you are fired and we will bring back brandy like what happened like who broke bravo tv and decided that they which just was so unnecessary like clean it up put it in a tight two and make us feel better about the shit show that has been this season also is 90 percent of lvp and kyle's friendship based around talking about kyle because that actually does make sense to me and i don't think that's a bad thing about kyle i think that's because even in personal relationships lvp refuses to open up so, like, if you forget the name of her grandmother, I mean, like, I forget my middle name half the time. So, like, forgetting the name of the grandmother isn't a big deal to me, I don't think. But not opening up day to day over the course of your friendship that's carried on, you know, for several years is a big deal. So when I heard LVP saying that, I didn't disagree with her. I'm sure that a lot of the time is spent talking about Kyle's neuroses and Kyle's fucked up family and blah, blah, blah. But also... Is it because LVP herself isn't comfortable being vulnerable, even when the cameras are off? I 100% believe that. Also, um, loved that Andy was like, cool, so American Woman isn't the reason why y'all are estranged. It's actually this other show that you're working on that does seem like SVU, Law & Order SVU, like ripped from the headlines, like, it's a woman, not a man, but it's a whole story of someone that leaves their family's real estate. Like, they could, she could have done a different industry. Real estate company and starts her own, and maybe that's why Kathy's pissed. What are your thoughts? And Kyle's like, maybe, but it's inspired by, not based on. 
yada yada. I mean, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones at their TV set when their TV set is showing their family's um, craziness and their family's upset at them for that. Um, so that was Beverly Hills. I don't care. Um, thank God it's over. I'm, I don't even think they're going to do like a thing next week of like, here's what you missed because I missed the full season. I can't wait for this season to begin. Someone let me know. Um, also, um, die for Teddy, team Teddy Bear. Um, not that I die for her and that she's a good housewife because I don't think she is, but I do die for the fact that she stands up for herself. So, um, Teddy, please be my accountability coach. I had an egg white tortilla for breakfast. Thank you. Um, Real Housewives of Potomac. My goodness. So Damien and I kind of gotten into like a two-second tiff about this on Twitter because he thinks it's one of the best. He thought last week's episode of Potomac, this week's episode rather, of Potomac was like the best for any franchise of all time or like the top three. And I was like, you're 100% incorrect, but like kudos, um, kudos. Um, I think there was a lot. There was so much more in, in Beverly Hills. We have to give Potomac their due. I meet so many people that don't watch Potomac. And I just think like, I think it's because of the shitty first season. I think it's sort of similar to Dallas in that if they fuck up the first season, people aren't going to tune in, but they should because it gets better. Okay, you guys, this is the new It Gets Better campaign. So Karen starting a beauty empire called Icon. Super into it being for like women with thinning hair. I think Kim Zolciak should sign on since she had fake cancer several years ago. Um, question for Andy Scrolls listeners. Who's, because I was legit thinking of this whose beauty would you rather buy Giselle's or Karen like the shit that they're schlocking would you rather spend that money on Giselle's stuff Karen's stuff <laughs> or maybe use that money to eat out at Oz like how would you spend your discretionary income in Potomac please tweet me and let me know because I am I have no idea I, I would say Giselle like does she sell lip gloss I know I talked to her about this and I forget. So someone remind me I'm having um, an ageless moment by Ramona. Um, I would buy Giselle's, right? I don't eat um, ostrich or kangaroo or whatever the fuck. So I would do Giselle, I guess, followed by um, a seltzer with lime at Oz, followed by perfume by Karen. I don't know. I'm not sure. Mm, yeah, Giselle. Let's do that. Um, Candace doesn't like Sharice and Giselle shading her about her mom supporting her life, but she, that's all she like talked about. So if she opened that door and has been propping it ajar with dick jokes about her fiance, this is what happens. Watch what happens live for Sunday night on Potomac. Also, I genuinely don't understand her fiance, he makes me slightly uncomfortable and I don't know why. It's kind of like how I thought I would feel about Tommy and um, MJ on Shaw's, but like coming to life where I'm like, is this guy like a dirtbag? And Tommy 100% was not. So I'm sure Chris isn't either, but I don't know. I, I don't get it. I don't get them as a couple. I 100% don't get them as a couple. I also 100% don't get why Ashley's pushing a storyline that Monique was drunk driving when she crashed. Like, how is that good for Monique legally, professionally? Why do you have to keep interjecting that she had more than one cocktail? Like, what good does that do? Why not just be like, I'm so glad you didn't break your spine. I'm so glad the car wasn't totaled. I'm so glad you're alive. I mean, like, Monique is pushing hard that she's, like, super busy with all of her, like, future endeavors. And I think that's great. But I don't know what the fuck Ashley is doing. I also think I'm 100% T. Michael about this whole, like, are you going to continue supporting my mom and her, like, tent living boyfriend who's super emotionally abusive and lazy as fuck yeah I, I think it's strange that Ashley reminded her mom that she's already given her a year to break up with the boyfriend and then she immediately recoils when Michael reminds her that like 
this tension didn't come overnight and that her saying like I'm not gonna like not support my mom immediately and it's like sweetie you just told your mom last week or however many days ago when you filmed that you'd had this conversation with her many times over the course of a year so why are you forgetting that maybe you're closer to your mom's personality than you think you are I don't know and I also didn't love that them joking about her staying in a trailer with her grandpa when they stayed on like this like luxury lake or something I just didn't think it was there was anything wrong with that it didn't not that it's it just didn't make sense to me. It's like, yeah, they like had like a little sassy little house or home or whatever while they were like doing a summer vacay. I didn't understand what the problem was. Um, P.S. Real Housewives of New York last night. Mm, one of the best episodes ever. Did, was I not? I was enthralled. I only watched it once. I'm going to watch it eight or 17 more times. Um, I found it so weird that Bethany is continuing to locate low-key shade carol about puerto rico something 100 percent happened and in the teaser for next week we get a glimpse of it where it was like some kind of business deal gone wrong with adam and then carol defended adam or something which i 100 percent believe is actually what happened and i'm so excited that they're um gonna be talking about that um so intrigued by adam and carol breaking up but also promising not to look elsewhere even though they're broken up and then Adam being like I want to have you in my life 100% but also want to have sex with someone else including like this new person like I 100% understand that like I think all women do or if it's a guy that initiates a, or anyone in any relationship where like someone initiates a breakup and they're like but we want to be friends like I want to be close to you like I want to still have a part of you but I am going to have sex with an, with somebody else but like you understand that because we're going to be pals now I mean it doesn't work out like everyone just DVR or Netflix when Harry met Sally and let me know I mean like even in the the behind the scenes thing that Nora Ephron actual rest in peace said she was like people come people used to come up to her and be like I'm it's when Harry met Sally it's like we're the people that weren't supposed to be together and then we got together like just like your movie and she's thinking she always thought to herself like they will be getting divorced because it doesn't actually work out so um curious to see if Adam and Carol I know they unfollowed each other on Instagram but now I think they're like back to following each other who's gonna make her reddish sushi in the shape of a heart I I don't know what this means I hope I guess that they're friendly but I do not hope that they're friends because I don't see how that's going to work well for Carol um I do appreciate that Sonia has in her $32,000 a month which what okay um uh, Upper East Side Mansion Chateau that she has a doctor's office style brochure rack in her parlor room but everything has her face on it so please guys take a moment I'm going to give you a moment I'm going to count to five and you're going to very quickly somehow magically uh, maybe you've been watching it on mute this entire time go to that episode and look at that scene where she's in her parlor room and she, there's like the um what was it? it was like Latin star Latin show or something there's still this huge like blown up poster of her from that magazine that she did several years ago that was on an episode of um new york and there's like genuinely like this little like brochure rack behind her on the wall and every single thing is like sonia press so i'm gonna count to five and you're gonna just close your eyes remember that moment five four three two one oh my god sonia sexy j even when you're bad you're just so so good and i appreciate you um so guys dorinda I, I die for Dorinda. Like I died knowing Sonia picks up poop with her bare hands. Zero percent of me is surprised in either case. 
She can't hold her chopsticks drunk. She can't hold her liquor. I don't know if Bethany said you're drunk or you're a drunk in the plane, but yeah, like Dorinda should focus on taking her disco nap and not having eight cocktails. And I get her being nervous and I get her being nervous meeting these people and being totally outside of like, you know, her comfort zone. But she's a however old woman at this point and knows herself and she can't hold her liquor and becomes super combative. And I was mortified watching that scene. I actually was team Bethany on this. I thought Bethany held her own very well, was super, super gracious um, and really kind to um, Doris. It was definitely not Doris. It was definitely Dorinda. Doris, I think, was like a little bit nicer and a little more upscale when she was living that London life. But with Dorinda, it, it just wasn't good. It was like, I felt so bad and all those people at that table. And she's like reprimanding a man if children that were affected by the earthquake were able to go to college. And she's like, well, four years ago. And he's like seven and a half. And I'm just like, boo-boo, you're getting red. You're getting red so hard in English and Spanish. And it's just not terrific. I mean, at this point, who would have known that in a few months, you know, Lou would have her Michigas in um, Palm Springs slash West Palm, but in Palm Beach rather slash West Palm Beach, but it just felt like, I mean, all those close-ups of the chopsticks when she's like trying to grasp them, I felt for her. Oh my God, I did, but Dorinda, and I keep on wanting to call you Dolores in my head, I don't know why. Dorinda, I just... It was a lot, sweetie. Like, back it up. I wonder if a lot of this has to do with John Medesian, too. Like, she does want to get married. She does want to be a wife. But I don't think it's going to be with John. And I think that's okay. Maybe I need to walk back my comments of, like, men and women not being friends. And maybe she and John can be, like, friends, even though I don't believe that. Even saying it out loud. Like, I just think that Dorinda is going through some stuff. And she's going through it on camera. And I'm so glad that Richard... Um, Jay Alexander called me at 8.30 this morning to be like, Dorinda the drunk, because she has, she's a little bit of a hot sloppy mess, but we kind of still love that about her. But she is a hot sloppy mess, and that was 100% her fault last night, and it was not great. It gave me, like, a little anxiety, but also I was 100% into it. And also, was it your drunk or your a drunk? Because I think those are two totally different things. I think your a drunk is what we were being pushed in the trailer, that it sounds like it, but I could see it being that Bethany said you're drunk. I mean, there are two totally different things, but also, like, maybe the same, but, like, maybe different. I don't know, guys. Um... That was Housewives for this week. There was a lot happening. New York is giving me so much. I'm so grateful to the gods for New York this season. I feel like we deserve it. We are worth it. We have earned it. And um, so have you with this interview with Kristen Takeman. Let me know your thoughts. Remember that we get, we spill even more juicy tea on um, the after show and uh, on TV Party, on the TV Party app, which is totally free. Just go to the App Store, download it. You're going to love it. 
Um, let us know your thoughts. Tweet Kristen Takeman and um, myself with the hashtag Andy Scrolls. Let us know what you're thinking. And enjoy this amazing interview with Kristen Takeman, who schlepped up in the burning heat up my beautiful, illustrious, gorgeous walk up um, in, on the Upper East Side in the poor section. Um, and uh, enjoy. Enjoy, guys. Hashtag um, last night's look. Hashtag pop of color. Hashtag oh my God, this is happening. All right, enjoy, guys. I have never tried harder to think of an outfit to wear to an audio podcast recording than to kiki with this famously fashionable businesswoman, writer, mom, philanthropist, real housewife of New York, Kristen Takeman, the brains and beauty behind the fashion and lifestyle blog Last Night's Look. It is such a pleasure and a joy to spend this very morning with America's sweetheart, Andy's girls. People's Couch aficionado, new member to my Upper East Side, Sonia Tremont Morgan-esque <laughs> mansion chateau, Kristen Takeman. That was the best, nicest, sweetest Thank intro you. ever. And you know what? This has been the best, most technically uh. successful recording. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> that just made it wa- worth walking up all those oh damn my stairs God. in 90 degree weather. Kristen Takeman just got her steps in <laughs> and I'm so appreciative for it. Guys, um, welcome one of the lights of my life and thousands of listeners um, so excited to have you on I'm today's to show. Here. I'm glad we could work it out. And thank I'm you for the so, coffee. Oh my God, you guys, if you are lucky enough to be a VIP guest on Andy's Girls, I will order you Starbucks. <laughs> so if you're one of my like regulars, maybe turn off your ears for this because no Starbucks for you. But for, <laughs> this is like class with the Countess style, oh my gosh, Luann so approved um, service that we, we try to, it's white glove yes, is what it, it is. is. It's white it's glove. Definitely. So Kristen Takeman, tell me, I have so many questions for you, and I want to squeeze them all in. So tell me about last night's look. When did that come to fruition? How did you decide to create it? We were talking a little bit before we started recording about how creating a product gives you so much ownership, mm-hmm. and it's so much more ideal. I mean, it's obviously a bigger risk when you're creating something that didn't exist. So how did you know to take that leap? Well, nail polish existed. Good news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> joking. Um, No, with last night's look, actually, it's interesting. So first season, hire this amazing stylist, Christian Choi. Um, we, that is a good name. For I know stylist, really good. He's a really great stylist. So I, I kind of just felt like having the modeling background. I was like, okay, I'm not going on TV without hair and makeup. And I looked at my closet. I'm like, this isn't going to happen. I mean, I was just coming out of my mommy cave. My daughter was just over a year. The mommy cave. I feel mommy like that cave. could be the name of a book. I was in a cave. Holy shit. You're in a cave. Yes. It's like you're in your apartment. You barely yeah. go out. Your hair's a wreck. Like, you know, I looked at what I had in the, in the closet. I was like, yeah, no, it's oh <laughs> not happening. God. So, um, anyway, I hired Christian. We had so much fun putting together all these amazing looks. And from day one, he said, you know, you really need to do a blog. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, I've got two small kids. I'm shooting this show. Like, a blog? What? I've never written in my life. Like, I have to write. You have to write the blog for Bravo. Right. And I was like, that's as much as I'm going to do. And then, you know, the season starts. And everybody on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, they want to know where you got your skirt, by the way, which is absolutely fabulous. Thank you. It's anthropology. It right and guys. Super cute. I'm going to link it on the blog later and take please, a picture and, and Kristen's going to take a, <laughs> Kristen's going to choose my shoes when we shoot a video in a couple minutes because oh I couldn't God. figure out what the fuck to do. Oh, no. How funny. Um, no. So it was, everybody wanted to know where I got everything. So mm-hmm. then I was like, all right, fine. It's so much easier to just put all of it in a blog. So put it in the blog. And last night's look comes from, I used to post it on Wednesday mornings for last night's look, what was on the show. So cute. Yeah, I know. It's kind of it was kind of cute and organic and you know so a lot of work let me tell you Amen. so I used in the beginning I used to try and do screen screen grabs of the show 
the night oh, before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then post that on the blog. And then on the off season, it got into just like everyday fashion and all of that stuff, lifestyle. And then, you know, the, the second season, I kind of got a little more savvy and tried to like pre-shoot a lot of the looks. And so it, it was good. It worked out. And then here we are. It's like Sasha and I are, you know, hit the ground running every day. And it's really my full-time job. Holy yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Sasha, by the way, is standing, sitting over there. She's my project manager. Project manager mm. Sasha joining us, taking some videos. So when you go to um, <laughs> at Kristen Takeman, which is Kristen Takeman's social media for both Instagram and Twitter, am I not highly researched and prepared yes, for this interview Yes, I'm really impressed. Guys, kudos to me. Um, you can see tons of stuff that you've put together, yeah. both for last night's mm-hmm. look and beyond which is so incredible and a little side note everybody i'm doing this amazing mother's day giveaway today oh Oh, my god can i be an honorary mom i'm a mom to shoes yeah well you can i have 50 children oh my gosh i love them all you can win it and give it to your mom or a friend okay love what is the contest it's with t forte and exhale spa it's an amazing giveaway so it's all going to be on social today how do you how do you enter it you have to you have to go to the blog and all the info will be there Okay, love. Guys, that just gives you a reason to go to the blog and fucking kill it (laughs) with last night's look. And I feel like people should start sending you their last night's look to post. Do you ever do that with, like, member communities where people send you their stuff? and you? I could see it. Let's think about it, yeah. guys. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I'm now the Great. EVP. I'm so, so excited for that. <laughs> Slow so, your roll, sister. <laughs> I mean, Kristen doesn't need any more I work. mean, so tell me a little <laughs> bit about what was the transition like doing the blog after, both during and after your work as a model on Housewives? What was it like being in front of the camera and then continuing to be in front of the camera, but also producing your own stuff was there an appreciation that developed because of your work on a reality show as lauded as housewives I don't think it was so much the reality show I just think you know having been a model for a billion years it's like there's so many times where I'm on a photo shoot and I'm just sitting there and like waiting for them to get it together and yeah I'm kind of like guys like Sasha and I would have shot six looks already like come on now right the light's fine like let's work with the wind like whatever it is I just feel like I've been doing that for so long it's really nice to kind of put together your own content you know which I love I think that's incredible yeah how do you decide or how did you decide on the outfits that you were wearing during filming did you get hair and makeup what what was that experience like no so I had hair and makeup and it's so funny it kills me now watching these shows because when I was on I had uh, this awesome makeup artist her name's Jacqueline Grubbs you could follow her on social love it Um, hey Jackie (laughs) so she um, she was, it was, she was with me the whole time. I would travel with her and some Who, of the girls. And production paid for it? No, 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 no. Fuck. But now everybody, like, look at those Beverly Hills girls. Well, Erica going... Jane spending 40K. I, know, I just saw that. 40K yeah. a month. Oh my, but everybody is. And like before, they never showed the hair and makeup people. And right, now. And now it's a plot line. Yes. But I feel like it almost pressures you to feel like you have to have a glam squad, yeah. even if you don't. No, 100%. I mean, I just felt like. I don't know. It was my first season, and I just, I don't know. I just feel like if I'm going to take pictures or go to a photo shoot, I'm going to have my hair and makeup done. Why on earth would I not do it if I'm on TV? Right, and you're going to get these episodes that appear over and over and over forever and ever, amen. It's kind of interesting to watch old housewives apps before it became the real housewives like look at new york for season when it was manhattan moms before isn't that crazy which is so insane the evolution of the show look at oc when they Mm. were wearing those terrible sparkly tanks like polyester (gasps) poly silk blend but like air on the side of the poly then on the blend i mean it's and now they have these teams of people that are putting together these insane for a coffee and these women are wearing like nine layers of makeup and god bless them for it i mean i was at the finale taping for new york 
a month or two ago uh-huh. and it was like I walked in and then you feel like you're walking into a wonderland because yeah. you can't believe that like totally. this is actually happening and there's 900 pounds of sparkle yeah. and it's like all of the hair and makeup no longer exists mm-hmm. in Midtown West because it is all in this penthouse <laughs> I mean it was like insane but it's also so much work it's become so much more right. of a production than it used to yeah but I, I think it's nice like I don't I don't want to see you know any of those no, girls you want dynasty with, yeah. you want dynasty what, you want unscripted dynasty and that the escapist moment I mean I live in New York so I think it's slightly different because we can have glamorous moments if we want but for so much of America and around the world yeah. watching the show and watching these women of wealth mm-hmm. humor passion drama I mean it's the closest yeah. that you can get to a dynasty or Dallas style show of yesteryear right. you know what I was just thinking about as you're saying that you know who I love and does it so right is Dorinda she, like last night's episode, yeah, she yeah, showed yeah. up to that Henry Bendel thing, dressed to the nines, stunning. She, she gets gorgeous, it. But at home, she's like, no makeup. And right. She owns it. And she still looks equally as gorgeous. As, as do Which we is all, nice, by the way. Because I feel like some of the other franchises, they're made up all the Erica time. Jane is, it's, it was at one point fun, and now it's almost exhausting, that she has 10 different looks at every, and then her persona becomes about her outfits. Right, right. And it's like, where did Erica Girardi go? Because right. all I see is the Erica she Jane. She's beautiful. She's though. stunning. She says she's gorgeous. in her 40s. I'm like, you are half of my I mean, age and her, I thought I was 12 but her with no makeup is stunning. crazy no I know it's I just want to see unfair. her real hair I'm a little jealous what do we think do we think she's a ginge what, what do you think is happening no 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 I think she's definitely blonde but I feel the, like all of the extensions and the yeah, glue and the spackle you wonder how long her real hair is or if is her hair really curly or you know that would be kind of fun to see so, the real her because her hair is flawless at every moment you've never seen her hair one hair out of, out of place so interesting like the opposite element of Kim Zolciak Bierman like, we don't know what's natural, but we uh, love it. We enjoy oh, it. My we god. appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, she's equally as gorgeous. I mean, that's another one. Oh, my God. I don't know how she does it, but she's, I she's mean, amazing, too. Can't. She has Croy. I mean, I, that's about, true. Yeah. It's, that's mm-hmm. her project manager is also mm-hmm. happens to be her mm-hmm. hubs. Um, so do you watch all of the Housewives shows still? I'm not going to lie. I think I took two years off. Because I just, like, needed to, like, PTSD. be out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totes. <laughs> I was, Totes. like, home, like, shaking. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, no more housewives. Oh, my God. Um, no, but when you're so close to it, you just, like, need a minute, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So now I feel like I'm enjoying it again. I feel like I'm far enough removed from it. I have to say, from the get-go, I remember when I, when I first signed that contract, I remember saying to Josh, it was, like, you know what, this is going to be one of those things where I'm going to do it for a few years and yes. we're going to look back and we're going to be sitting here having, well, now coffee, you know, t- 10, 15, <laughs> yeah, 20, yeah. I'm going to be with my kids, right? We're going right. to be like sitting somewhere and I'm going to say, gosh, guys, do you remember when I, didn't I do it? There was a show I did. Wasn't there a show? <gasps> oh and then I'm going to like look at my son and be all, I'm going to be all old and I'm going to be like, sweetie, what the hell was the name of that show again? Oh my God. And he's going to be with something about why, like seriously. You know, like you look back and you're like, remember? And like, I kind of feel like I'm there now and it's nice. It's like you're far enough removed, right? you know, so it's good. (laughs) So what shows do you watch? Um, well, New York now, just because I've been doing some interviews and stuff. So it's like fun to kind of be up to date with everything. Um, I haven't really gotten into Atlanta so much. There's no re. I mean, it just and Cynthia's it's a dear so, friend. So, oh yeah, yeah, she's lovely. Do you know each other through modeling? Through Josh, actually. Holy yeah. shit! Mm-hmm. So oh they go god. like way back. I think she dated one of Josh's friends. Back oh my in the god, day. amazing! Yeah. Peter Thomas is that who it was? No, 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 no. somebody else. Okay, but he knows it. Peter separately as oh, well. Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, 
so yeah, that and I like the I like the OGs from OC. I just feel you like do? I do. I feel like they kind of own it. And, like they're just like the original. Like you can't hate on the original. Like no, they totally. started it. You know. Um, what were your thoughts when Vicky was battling uh, Tamara and Shannon? Whose side were you on? Um, oh my god, now I'm not. I'm like blanking on exactly what happened about Cancergate. Vicky is oh. like, you're not a good friend because you're telling me that I, the man I love, is a crook, and they're like, but he is a crook, and she's like, but you should love him anyway. You're yeah. not great. I feel like I blacked out a little bit during th- those okay, moments, got but it. like this last season, yeah, where it was like still kind of going on, but they had a new issue. What the heck was that? Um, the new issue was they still hated each other. <laughs> oh, that's Vicky right. said some shit. I think about David. Oh, I want to. Okay. Oh, she said that Eddie was gay, and oh, yeah. Tamara was like, like, "That's not terrific." Yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's so random. That's like the most random thing ever. Um, no, I just I feel like it's probably just a pressure cooker in general, and yeah. especially when two of the people who were the original cast members, it's like you just go around in circles and circles and circles, and finally it's like okay. I mean, this is really bothering me now after 25 years and I'm just going to like own it, you know? Did you ever have any quarrels with Housewives while you were filming that was related to things that were happening behind the scenes? Were you ever like, go fuck yourself and then the cameras go on? Was there ever stuff that you intentionally made sure the cameras didn't catch? Or do you feel like it was all represented pretty genuinely on camera I think no I think it yeah I don't think there's anything like that I mean if anything it was like there was you know a couple people that were just so late all the time who was the latest who do you Ramona Ramona Sonia 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 forever there's so many here's the problem is that beloved sexy J Sonia Tremont Morgan god bless her because she's a character but I had Heather Dubrow on the Andy Scrolls People's Couch um, here last week and she's like I keep in touch with everybody to be honest I keep in a lot of touch with Ramona who has like great girlfriends for a reason because even though she's like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs right. you know she's a loyal person I think she's coming off strong this season though Ramona. I think she is too like, but yes I, I like has it together she, told, I, she looks I, great she does she look great her hair which I love she put on a red lip which by the way Ramona if you're listening yeah. when I had my when we did our whole cast photo she literally when I had that red lip on she told me I looked like a vampire <gasps> Funny oh how, my uh, god! All of a sudden, she's rocking the red lip and owning Someone it. Someone throw her a throwback. Um, but Sonia, Heather was like, I keep in touch with everybody, but Sonia, I will probably not talk to Wait, you again. Heather Dubrow or Heather Thompson? Heather Thompson. Did okay, I say you Dubrow? Said Dubrow. I Guys, like, oh, I'm having a Sarah moment. Yeah. Um, Heather Thompson. So I mean. She keeps in touch with everyone except... Except for Sonia. Yeah. And I don't even doubt that there's, like, I don't not keep in touch with anybody because there's something, if there's an issue. We're just all so damn busy. People right. don't realize, like, you've got, you know, you have kids, you have families, you, you have, have careers. empires. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's just not easy to squeeze in a lunch or... And this is like I think maybe the fifth time I've ever been to the Upper East Side, and they, oh most of them live here. So I'm not, no, they I'm really joking. do. They're all like in a little. They're all in like this little circle it's here. Like house, it's like Housewife Row. It is 100% Housewife Row, and we are smack dab in the middle of it. So, I mean, Ramona's having a great season, but Ramona's having a great season, but Ramonia seems to be yeah. dissolving well broken. and totally broken. And if every season has some sort of theme, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's like vulnerability, sometimes it's professional stuff. Mm -hmm. This season seems to be about the breakdown of what was once intimate friendships. Yeah. And it's been surprising to me Mm -hmm. as a viewer and super fan of Bravo to see what's happening in front of the camera and behind the scenes with Bethany and Carol. I mean, I find that super unexpected. 
and with Ramona. Obviously, something happened before filming started. I don't buy this excuse that, like, with who? We didn't, Ramona with and Ramona who? and Sonia, that they didn't see each other because okay, Sonia was can traveling I tell around. You? Tell Honestly, me everything. I really think that. Um, I really think genuinely they don't see each other on the off season. It's like you're together for five months and then it's like you're done and maybe you've got some reshooting stuff, you're doing press, like whatever. A lot of times it's like all of a sudden you start to do press for the new season and you blink and you're like, oh my goodness, like I, oh my God, how have you been? I haven't seen you. And the way that they've been shooting lately, I feel like the hiatus is generally over the summer. Am I right? I think so. Yeah. And then they yeah, start up again right. in the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody goes to the Hamptons and Sonia did all of her, you know, She stuff goes in. to Europe. She goes yeah, to San Tropez. She, she goes go? to Stad. <laughs> she, I talked to her about Stad. I called it just Stad. Oh it was God. a great moment for both of us. Yeah, but you know, like everybody, like I go away for the summer and I don't, I don't keep in touch with friends. So for you months. genuinely think they just fell off, 100%. and then for whatever reason, because there seems to be some lack of trust there. I mean, like Ramona saying a lot about Sonia's talking about. Dor- I mean, where do you stand in this whole thing with Dorinda versus Sonia, whose pain is more? is whose pain gives them a bigger hurt okay, death that, or divorce that was hard right to watch that and like dorinda i mean you remember when dorinda went off on me i was like i feel like i was so green which time well the the time at her place in the berkshires i was like here's the deal my personality which is i feel like why i'm not on the show anymore it's really i don't i'm it's not my personality to like lash out and jump out at someone you know okay. i'm kind of more it's like the way i was raised like, yeah, I'm not yeah gonna, i get like, it and you're also and a listener out. yeah yeah it, it's like when she spazzed out on me thinking the whole the whole john thing oh Remember i wanted she, to talk like, to you about that yeah, yeah, yeah like when she like hashtag freaked, me too but like yeah. freaked out and it yeah, was just yeah. like oh my god like i i couldn't even respond because i was like whoa like i was more i forgot about the cameras and i was more like oh my god you generally don't think that 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 it went down like that like you know and like looking back but she freaked out on me yeah, when she yeah. does that whole like she hand does the, when it's Dorinda clock when up, it's like martinis whoop. are happening things are popping or the rage is just exploding so she yeah she it's hard so so when I saw that with Sonia it was like oh my goodness like she gets angry what is that like in the moment are you like terrified oh, yeah, I would be like a deer of, in headlights yeah because she Dorinda's like the most lovely woman she's she so seems sweet like it, except if she's you she's so smart like all of her little um sayings oh my god what that I can go on and on you're gonna have to cut me off eventually no I love um, it what was it when she said um she said uh um read it no write it regret it read it uh, read it forget it write, write it, it regret, regret it, it. which is totally true oh my god and then what about the one <laughs> she said oh my god you're gonna die where she Tell was just everything. like um eeny meeny money oh no something about a hoe um oh what was it um where they catch a hoe no it was uh, no it was so good she goes um catch a hoe what was it oh my god fire i forget catching Uh, fire oh right yeah no no it was so good oh my god i literally now saying the phrase out loud as this is airing no but it's it's like a Um, read a hoe no no, um, something a hoe on fire oh see this is when we wish it was live yeah we wish it was live um it'll come to me it Um, will come to us hoes guys catch a toe on um hoe it up Somebody's got Everyone's a, a hoe. Sasha. <laughs> Someone Google. You guys have to remember this. Um, I, it was some kind of hoe, but she has these moments on camera where she explodes and it's just amazing yes, and phenomenal. Yes. But to your point, what you were going to say was, I, this is what like kind of gets me now being a, being a viewer. Yeah. I don't think it's fair that, I, I mean, so they're talking about Sonia's, Sonia going through a hard time and Luann sympathizing with Sonia. And it's like, why can't everybody just step back and go, geez, Luann, like you've just gone, you just went through so much stuff. How are you doing, Luann? No, hundred like, percent. Wh- why are we, why know? are we talking about death or divorce when it's like, there's an arrest and a pending felony? I mean, how shocked were you when that came out, by the way? 
I, I wasn't really following it. I just kind of felt more, I just felt bad for her. I just feel like she, you know, I think been looking for love for a long time and the guy seemed really sweet, never met him, never, I don't, I didn't know. I mean, and I just feel like you can't always believe everything. So I I don't know if, who knew what was going on behind the scenes with them, but I, I was sad to hear, really sad. That's a lot to Did you reach out to her at all? Have you seen Lou? Um, no, I spoke to her over the summer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So who do you keep in touch with? Are you still good friends with Brandy? Yeah, no, of course. Brandy's like, you know, like she's like, what does she say? She always says ride or die. Oh, yeah, yeah ride yeah, or yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Brandy and I have known each Elvis other Elvis Bachelorette full life. Yeah. I oh mean, my God. phenomenal. That so insane. That's like a whole other podcast, let me tell you. Did she give you any advice before you joined? Um, well, she's the one who got me the gig, really, and didn't even know she was getting me the gig. So, yeah, I mean, just, you know, all, yeah, all sorts of behind tell the Tell me a little stuff. bit of a, a little background on how that happened. Um, so I went to the, what's it called? The upfronts. Okay, great. When it was For still, Bravo. Yeah, but it was still only Bravo. Cause I feel like the last couple upfronts have been like, uh, fusion universal, like family a- NBC, the whole thing. Got it. Um, so then it was just the, um, Bravo. So she, whenever she comes into town, she's like, Hey, you know, I need a date to this, whatever. And it was right when I like, my daughter was like a year old. I had like one good dress in the closet, oh my threw, it, God. threw it on with some yummy tummy, you know? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just went and then, you know, totally knew, you know, Carol from, you know, mutual friends, whatever. So I was just like sitting and hanging out with everybody. And apparently they were casting. So, you know, my name came up the next day and like never in a million years. Like I was just like, it was like the latest I'd been out in like a year, you know, and then just got some phone calls and then did the audition process. And, you know, you do the audition process and then, you know, weeks go by and then, weeks go by again. And like, it's, I'm, I'm model. So it's right. sort of so like, I go working. on castings right. all the time you're and it's not, it. you know, it's, I went on a casting two days ago. Like oh I don't anticipate hearing back. It's, it's normal, you know? And then you get this call and they're offering you a contract and you're like, Oh my God, what does this mean? That's when you hire hair and makeup and a stylist. Yes. And it's like a whole thing. So. Holy crap. Yeah. And how did you make that decision? I mean, you opened yourself up quite a bit and were incredibly vulnerable throughout. How did you, how do you have that conversation with your husband where you're like, we're going to go to therapy and a crew is going to be there? I mean, is that a conversation with him? Is that, is that the crew saying like, we're going to, we want to talk about, we want to like open up the door to your so, married life? Well, I so, is it like the crew that's like, here's the doctor that you're going to be meeting with Wednesday at 11? Like, see you there? Well, ironically, um, the, I didn't even know what a storyline was. I, I, I mean, I've watched these shows lightly, but I didn't really know the nitty gritty like I do now, obviously. Yeah. So I think halfway through the season, they're like, oh, well, your storyline is sort of like taking place and it's like kind of going in the direction of your relationship. So they were like, oh, we want to sit down in therapy. And like, here's the deal. I know everybody has their opinion about everybody's relationship, but like, I'm on solid ground. We've been together a very long time. You like, love each other. Yeah. You're family. I mean, you know, at the time, like we were talking about before, it's like, I have little kids, like little kids that's stressful. His work is stressful. I mean, and people like to forget that there's like a camera in my little apartment and, you know, so it's like, I think it was just like a perfect storm of all of that. And then, you know, they're like, well, let's get you guys into a therapist. So, I mean, it was kind of good, you know? I mean, it was a beautiful session. I actually felt a lot. I was, I rewatched it last night. I cried. I laughed and cried. I mean, I was genuinely like, God, being single in New York is so hard. So watching someone that is, I feel like relationships it's just a continual choice that you decide to make. And mm. as someone that is not in a serious <laughs> committed relationship, I'm going to be the expert on this, but I feel like it's, you're just continuing to make that choice and to watch you guys walk into a room and say like, this is the choice that we are choosing to make, but help us make better decisions so that we don't negatively impact each other. Like how can we behave more respectfully? Yeah. I thought that was actually mm-hmm. really amazing and wonderful. Right. And what people don't realize too, just being on a reality show in general and watching it back is therapy in itself. 
So, you know, it's like you and your partner argue over, you know, my tone or yeah. his or a phone or his call, that, or, a conference call yeah. and why you're not there for dinner. Right. But when you're watching it back, it's like, oh my goodness, I do do that when we argue and I do, you know, do weird expressions or whatever. So it was like, it was good to sort of play it back and watch it back because then you really analyze and you can work through it better. I also felt like that was a moment, whether or not it was inspired by or um, created by production, it felt deeply authentic. I mean, you, the repelling panic attack with Heather, hundred <sighs> percent would have been I would have been exact I same I would have lost my mind that was horrible it's I would I mean, have I have a total fear of heights see, I would have I, lost myself I didn't know I did like that's just it and it was like this is I want to really comment on this and we can yeah. do a couple more minutes if you guys oh great um you know it's just it's one of those things where you know you're propelling down this mountain and it wasn't like a mountain it was like a cliff no it's it a fucking cliff and oh you were backwards and here's the thing people don't realize that I went down to the freaking bottom and there was nobody there like I expected there to be like a platform with a hot dog stand and like a guy selling soda like there was nothing down there it was like me in the dirt and you're like looking up you know and like and it just sucks too because there's like film crews and stuff around but you're like you're like reaching out for them like help me and like nobody can touch you nobody can it, it was just really it was a lot and you know we were we drink a lot on those trips so it's like you're hungover and yes I mean I I don't have a bucket list and and if I did it would not be propelling down anything would Montana be on that bucket list it was really beautiful yeah it was gorgeous did like, you miss not being on an island though versus like Turks and Caicos no because it was kind of fun fashion moments not oh my lie. god it was super adorable yeah. fashion moments. like kind of cool to be able to wear cowboy boots and the hats yeah, a little and, bandana like, yeah, yeah Dukes, super plaid. cute western gear like when yeah. you guys went to the rodeo and you were all in like beautiful cream so cute super cute yeah. adorbs I love that yeah wow but there were so I would put repelling in the bucket of super vulnerable real moment yeah I would put therapy then the, then the breakdown I had later too that was horrible oh and how did you feel about the way that you guys came back to each other? You and, do you mean the you and Heather breakdown? Yeah. Oh, that was so, it was like, that was so hard. And it felt like it was extensive. Oh. It felt like it was, and then you're like crying in the bathroom. Oh. It was a lot. <laughs> While they're like drinking fucking like bud and with lime or whatever. Like, and you're bud, like crying. It was whatever it oh. was. I wanted to go home. Ramona Pinot Grige. Oh my like God. she put in her carry on. Yeah, totally. I mean, that has to be really isolating when you're like having a moment and then you realize you are by yourself. Yeah. But there's someone with a camera there recording yeah. you as you sob. Yes. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. a, a rose or a thorn, but, but yeah, it, it's it, something. It was like the whole season, like, brewed up into that one moment. And it was just like, oh, my God. It was horrible. I said to Josh, I'm like, I want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore. Did I you like, ever say that to production? Did you ever have? I ripped my mic pack off. Yes, girl. And I threw it. But they didn't use that? Well, no, at the time. And then I, I'm like, lock the door, and you hear the <gasps> knock, 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 knock. And, like, the professional side of me is like, okay, okay, I'm ready. Oh, my God. Like, I just feel like that professional side of me is just like, no, I can do this. This is what it's all about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang in there. But how do you compare that with the moments where there are all these, like, deeply real, beautifully felt, even if at the time it's, like, agonizing. But as a viewer, I'm connecting with you, right? Mm -hmm. Those moments with, like, Aviva's leg. At Le Cirque. Oh my God, that was insane. Sonia being fake engaged to Harry Dubin. Oh, I forgot about that. I mean, how does that how See, does that mesh where... with itself in the same kind of show? Or is that where New York just stands out because it's like so fucking insane? I think then it was like a little more wild and crazy and like sporadic. And that's why I was saying to you earlier that I think this is the best cast they've ever had. I love that they didn't add anybody. You do? So you were saying, um, Kristen Takeman, Housewives historian, was saying that this might be the first... <laughs> 
episode of season uh the first season rather excuse me where they haven't made any casting mm-hmm. changes from the season before i know someone should re- we're gonna have to research maybe that. season one to season two no because kelly ben simone god bless or sonia joined. when did she jump in three yeah, sonia might have been three right because mm-hmm. sonia was scary island which was a historical moment okay the scary island episodes with the right, right, right. jelly beans and gummy bears or whatever oh, yeah so you just love everybody i just i think everybody really meshes nicely i think they genuinely know each other and it's like real history there you know i feel like some of the other seasons it's like two or three of the girls are super friendly and then they get to know the other girls or somebody brings in some like rogue girl that like they met once <laughs> party oh my god and they're like friends cousins blah blah knows them you know it's like they're all really deeply rooted and they have great history together yeah and they're all i was saying there's nobody there's not like the random girl with young kids like on my season there was three of us with young kids aviva heather and And, and myself um a lot of them i mean i think all of them are divorced which obviously they they all have that in common and sadly there's a few widowers which is horrible right um but i feel like they all have so much more in common and i think it's easier to watch because i feel like some of the past seasons where you're going from like two girls that are like on the prowl at a bar and then it cuts to like somebody doing bath time you know and their husband walks in with takeout it's like weird you know you feel like there's what did you feel that disconnect with jules when she was on for her one season yeah i think a little bit you know because I don't think there was anybody else with young kids. Like, I think it's nice when everybody's talking about their kids in college or everybody's talking about furnishing their kids' first apartment. Right. As opposed to, like, the diapers, preschool thing, and then college. Well, it's nice when everyone's within the same generation or looking yeah. for the same stuff. So even exactly. though Sonia and Tinsley are at different ages, they're kind of both searching for the same thing. Right? Yeah, and Carol. I feel like... And Tins- Carol. I like, I like seeing the relationship between Tinsley and Carol. And I think Tinsley's awesome. You I haven't do. met her yet, but I love watching her. I think she's so cute. Like, her life just seems so fun, you know. Do you it, think she and Scott will um, end up together forever and ever, amen? See, I don't, I don't, didn't watch, was it Coupon last cabin. Year? Was it, I know, but was it last year that they hooked up? Because I didn't see the end of they, that. They, um, yeah. Carol introduced them, they became obsessed with each other within 20 minutes, started dating, and then broke up during off-season, and then are now coming back to each other right, as right. the eps are going on. Yeah. Do you think they'll end up together? I don't know enough about it. I mean, I hope so, if that's I what she it. wants. Yeah, yeah, promo codes for everybody, guys. Come I on, know, Kevin. totally. Um, what do you think about Carol and Adam? I know I saw last night that they're maybe kind of on again, off again. They're or, like kind of hooking mm-hmm. up, although he's saying he would never date someone. And then this, the, the, the spoiler the spoiler for next week is like, he's dating. Right. There goes that strategy. Well, I feel like that's inevitable, right? If they're not going to be totally committed to each other. I mean, that's going to happen on both parts. It's amazing that it lasted that long. I don't think so. No? no, it just I made think, a lot of sense. She's yeah. a young spirit at exactly. heart. Yeah, really young spirit. Yeah, it's um, it's so funny. He lives right behind me, um, in our little neighborhood. He's yeah. have you had him over to cook avocado no, raw gluten free no. vegan sushi. Uh, Josh bumps into him all the time though. It's funny. Oh my god, do you still talk to Heather? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who are you closest with from your season? I would say Heather, because really? we kind of like went in, you know. And you, she had a relationship with Josh, Josh too. Yeah, that from was, Bad Boy. Oh my god, is mm-hmm. that where it happened? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So in our remaining seconds on this podcast, I have to know, obviously, a couple things. Everything is the first thing. Um, Do you think it's possible to go on Housewives and come out with your relationship stronger as a result? We see the Housewives curse so many times where, for whatever reason, people go on and you see the little fractures. Mm -hmm. We saw that with, you know, Shannon and David on OC. We saw that with Ramona and Mario where we didn't know there was a fracture until we did, and then at that point it was too late. Um, How nervous were you going in 
about maintaining such an important so here's the relationship thing. This in your is life. something that everybody needs to know about me, which is why Sasha's in my life. I'm not. I don't prepare at all. Okay, right, Sasha. <laughs> Like, at all. Like, I didn't even know your name before I walked up the What? <laughs> How dare you? Like Full Madonna. No, like Madonna. It has, no, it has nothing to do with that. Like, it's just my personality. No, like, I love it. I signed on the dotted line. Well, now we're best friends, so it's I, cool. Yeah, exactly. I jumped in. I was like, alrighty, like, we're going to do this. Like, I'm you professional just and I need, to, I need to, I'll be where I need to be. And I love I'll, it. you know, hit my cues. I'll do whatever I need to do. But I just, I don't prepare at all. Like, I don't Google anybody. I don't, it's just not in me. I can't explain it. So I didn't even, I didn't even think about it. It's like, you know, we're all good. We're going to go through, we're going to do this. I think that people always say, like, I, I feel like I remember Bethany being quoted on, um, watch what happens live. And she was just saying, listen, if you've got skeletons in your closet, or if there's cracks, right. You shouldn't be going on the show. Like it's going to come out. And I feel like sadly, that's probably, I, I don't know this, but I mean, I'm, I'm assuming maybe example would be Jules, right? Like yeah. kind of what happened with Jules her. and Michael. And I think a lot of times people think that it's going to make it better or in the case of like Camille, maybe they go on so they can have a little bit of something for themselves and then right. it makes it easier to leave. And maybe that's why if your husband is pushing you to be on a reality show, maybe you should be asking him yeah. why. Red flag. Um, would you <laughs> go back on Housewives? I mean, I, you know, that's, everybody asks me that and I don't really have an answer. I is feel that like, the number one question you get asked aside from no. how is your lip? No, my God. That's so funny. Oh my God. Um, lip is fine. Clearly. Yay. Um, yeah, no, I honestly, I don't even know how to answer that. Cause I feel like it kind of depends where I would be at in my life and you know, who's on, who's asking me to go back. So the door, the door is open. Yeah. The door at, at the least is ajar. Right. I think I'm really happy with where things are now. I feel like there's like the, you know, before housewives and then the after housewives. And I feel like I'm in a really good place right now. I think it takes a couple years to adjust. And now I've got last night's look and I'm really enjoying being a blogger influencer. Um, so yeah, I, including I guys for Oprah fucking Winfrey, yeah. no big deal. Uh, well, that so up and comer. It's with the magazine. It's Oprah magazine. Oh my God. Yeah. Still. I'm one of their influencers, which is so fun. So we get so. to try products before everybody else does. And I just went on a Holland America cruise with the O magazine. Oh my God. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Oprah's favorite things last year. Oh my God. Woo-hoo. Is Andy's girls one of Oprah's favorite things? Maybe for <sighs> Christmas, all of you guys get the pleasure of touring my apartment. <laughs> so, um, Kristen, we're going to do some video for the um, Andy Scrolls uh, after show. It has been such a pleasure to have you on the people's couch. Um, guys, check her out on Twitter and Insta handle at Kristen Takeman. Um, I have to say, I'm glad you're leaving the door ajar. I'm just going to shove that door open because I have to tell you, you were so, you were so fucking good as a housewife oh, and you're, nice. you're just so fully yourself. And there are so few people that own their true selves and it's such a pleasure to see that and I just want you to know how wonderful people you know how wonderfully people think of you and you know the work with your blog is incredible I can't wait for you to tell me what color is best for spring summer I hope it goes well with the SPF and I I think it's just so great to see that you still stay connected to that universe because I think that's something that we all aspire is that we see these women and then we continue to watch them live their lives. And if it's on last night's look or if it's in a future episode, I will continue to tune in. So thank you so much. Kristen Takeman, such a pleasure. Kristen Takeman's project manager, you guys, you can't see her, but she is here (laughs) and she's fantastic. So let's all drink some coffee and tune into the um, after show on TV party for some video. Oh my God, you get to see my face. Okay, bye guys.
Was that not amazing? I'm so appreciative to Kristen, Kristen Takeman. It's been a, a couple fun weeks with like Kristen here and Heather Thompson here and Richard J. Alexander here. It's been super fun. So let me know your thoughts on that um, amazing little conversation. Make sure to go to TV Party, download the app, find Andy Scrolls After Show. The graphic is super sassy. And please tweet me um, at Sarah Galley, tweet Kristen Takeman at Kristen Takeman, follow her on Instagram. Um, hashtag last night's look some amazing um, stuff in store for you guys in the weeks to come and let me know your thoughts not only on this interview but also on the video show um, please enjoy my fuzzy pillows from anthropology and west elm all of which were purchased on sale um, and let me know what you think i am so excited guys um, some amazing apps uh, to come that we're rolling out and I love y'all. So I like hearing from you. So Instagram me, um, my, what is it? Um, at Dean Galley. I'm such a professional. Um, thank you so much. And, um, tweet me at Sarah Galley, Dean Galley and Sarah Galley. So easy. Um, and guys, I can't wait to kiki with you online and talk with you next week. Let me know what you would buy. Giselle's shit. Karen's icon shit or a fucking kangaroo meatball at Oz. Okay, bye guys. Love you. See you next week. Bye.